No, but I think it's just the way I said it, and then I realized straight away that I said it. I mean, can, can we say it? Because I think just I feel like I could. I feel like I could say it. Like again, yeah. I feel like I have a pass. So bum sex, <laughs> bum sex is gay. Like there you go, <laughs> bum sex is gay. everyone, Greg here from the Bearhug Club podcast with a brand new show. So if you've read the title there, it's Young Men Yell at Clouds. Uh, this is like a brand new cross promotion that the Bear Club is doing with our friends over at the Pick and Mix podcast. Um, essentially, the format of the show is this. It's just a random conversation podcast, but with key emphasis on complaining. So being from Britain and all of us being British men, we love a good bitch because Britain is just perfect at that kind of thing but generally it's just for an excuse for all of us to have like um a nice conversation about stuff that's a bit out of our wheelhouse so we're not just necessarily going to be talking about film or wrestling it's going to be generally anything we want to bring to the table so let me introduce my guests for this episode uh, it's from bad taste buds it's liam and from the pick and mix podcast it's harry hello boys so guys bonjour i am loving how i'm in the middle like i feel like i'm the beyonce of this group right now and i'm just gonna like fuck you Trying to like, get rid of you guys. It's not working. Um, that's how... that's, <laughs> that's one thing I'd like to complain about. Liam trying to steal our limelight. He's like, come on, come on. Every episode, every episode. I like. A, I've got my little Tintin hairstyle going on. I'm, I'm having fun. Just you mocking me and Greg because we don't have hair. <laughs> I mean, it, it's there. It's just slowly moving backwards. <laughs> moving backwards, yeah. That's the worst thing about being on camera. I, off I your fucking always... head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing about being on camera because I'll just keep looking at myself going, ah, oh, oh, uh... where did you go? <laughs> well, it's not that bad. Like, at least, like, I mean, because obviously the dentists aren't properly open here again. I mean, I'm moaning already because the dentists aren't properly open here. I've got my tooth in, right? My fake tooth. Yeah. So, actually, it comes out, mm. but it doesn't properly fit at the minute. So, I need to get a new one. So, like, I'm constantly looking like my tooth's a bit lower than it should be. Um, <laughs> Harry's like the resident hillbilly of the group. Like, it's fucking one tooth. Yeah. <laughs> we also Do have a what? fourth co-host, because my little baby's just joined me. Say hi. Aw, kitty. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you know, I showed a picture of some, like, uh, to one of the kids at the school of me, like, from two years ago, like, prior to shattering my knee and, like, piling on the weight. And, like... The kid went. That's not that. The kid went. That's not you. And I was like, "It is me." Because it doesn't even look a little bit like you. And I was like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> you little bastard." Kids, kids can be so cruel. Kids, yeah, they're absolute dickheads. I know the school you're working at as well. I'm not going to name any names, yeah. but they are little bastards. <laughs> no comment. No comment. 
Cool. So <laughs> essentially the format of this is we've each brought something along that we just want to discuss or ideally complain about. And in between all that, we've also got some questions sent in by you lovely viewers. So we'll get to those when we can. Um, key question, lads. Who would like to go first? I'm well, happy. Of course, I'm... Liam's happy to go. <laughs> Wait, well, fuck... <laughs> I don't see anyone else standing up in the fucking play. I just want to... <laughs> You want me to go first? I'll go first. Fuck it. I'll Liam, take I, it away. Take it away. <laughs> I want to bring something to everyone's attention. So I've literally just got back to work this week. I uh, had, um, I would say it's like a four-month break in between, obviously, schools being closed and no one being allowed outside. Uh, mm. So I've kind of forgot what it is to be at work. And I've just started working at a COVID testing site. So it's one of those things where they give you, like, I'm the guy who gives you the swab and tells you how to swab yourself. Um, not that kind of swab. This kind of swab. Um, but basically... I've, it's a situation where I'm like the guy on the administrator, the guy who gives the swab, but then behind me, there's always a person who has to test it. So it's like this like dual, um, dual kind of, kind of setup where one person does one thing, one person does the other. All really going fine. I had like four brilliant days at work. I'm loving it. It's, it's like kind of a nice balance between piss easy and plenty of money. So I'm having fun. It's repetitive as hell. It goes really fast. I show up on Thursday, uh, and there's this woman I've never, ever seen before. She's like about, I would say, like, from looking at her mid-50s, blonde. She looks lovely. No problems at all. She's the one I'm paired with on this on this particular day. And I swear to God, this was the worst shift of any job I have ever done in my entire life. Entirely because of this one woman, and I'll tell you why. Now, if I say the word energy vampire, would you guys know what I'm talking about? It's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Yeah. It is really self-explanatory, yeah. so... It's like, if, if neither of you have seen the show Gare, what we do in the shadows, first of all, change that because it's fucking awesome. Absolutely brilliant. Obviously, there's a movie as well. Really, really good. But in that show, there's a character called Colin Robinson. And his whole deal is he's an energy vampire. So he's like roommates with these actual vampires, but he's an energy vampire. And his whole thing is he drains people of their fucking energy by talking to them and talking to them and talking to them. <laughs> So I arrive at work on, on Thursday and I'm 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 having a great time. I'm I'm loving life. I'm ready to swap some fuckers. And this bitch, she fucking this didn't mean this bitch, this woman, this lovely lady. I'm I'm already getting into how angry she made me. This lovely lady, she comes up and she says hi. She's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna say her name on here. Um, I'm gonna be your uh tester for a day, so I'm gonna be behind you. And I swear to God, from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. when I fucking left that job, she did not stop talking to me. For a second, we're like relatively close, and it's not like it's just I say talking to me, talking at me, not once from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. Did she shut the fuck up? <laughs> I swear to god. And it was one of those situations, a bit literally like you guys with me, to be honest. I'm probably the energy vampire of this group. Um, it's one of those situations where I was like nodding and going, like, yeah, uh-huh, cool, interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, uh-huh. interesting, yeah, yeah like yeah. exactly like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> um but it was one of those things, and by and by, like eleven o'clock, I would say like I managed to last pretty well for two hours. But by eleven o'clock, I had this fucking banging headache. My eyes started twitching. I got this like little lump <laughs> developing under my eye, and I was like, what, "What's this bitch doing to me?" And I was like, "I've never met someone so so wonderfully brilliant at draining my energy within a few." And I had to stay with her all day. And you know, watch, <laughs> she works. She works every Thursday and every Monday. And guess who was there waiting for me? Walking in the room this morning. And the thing is, it's not interesting stuff she's talking about. She's telling me about her kids, her, her life, all the jobs she's had. This woman's a counsellor. She's a school counsellor. And she didn't let me speak once. So fucking <laughs> feel bad for whatever kid has to listen to her. Um, she she waits for me this morning. She waits for me. And she's like, oh, it's my friend. It's my best friend from work. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's your best friend from work. And she's like, oh, we can be paired up together today. And she like basically drags me to one side. And she's like, I'm like, for fuck's sake, I've got to have a whole other day of this. Um, she's she's wanting to take pictures with me. She wants to add me on Facebook. I haven't told her I do, do a podcast because I don't want to listen to this. It's just, I, I don't know if you guys have ever had a situation where you've been in a situation where you've had someone just totally sap you of all of your energy and make you feel like physically sick because of it. That's how I felt after these two days of work. <laughs> Honestly, just so bad. But yeah, I'm trying to do my yeah. fucking job. Like, this is the thing. It's not one of those jobs where you can just kind of sit back and do and, and, and sit at a desk. I'm like up on my feet and I'm like cleaning. I have to wipe the station down every single time someone's had a test. And she's like trying to talk to me and I'm miles away from her at this point and she's expecting a response and I'm just looking at her like, I don't fucking know. Wait, wait, just wait till I fucking sat down. I don't, honestly, like I know every every job she's had. I know what her kids are doing. I've got a, a full detailed backstory. I know what I found. She went into, she went into detailed history of her family tree to the point where she drew a fucking diagram and I'm sitting here like, I'm trying, I'm trying to do like really important life-saving fucking tests here that people need and you're trying to draw me a fucking diagram she maybe take a picture of her i don't i don't like it and i'm gonna see it <laughs> again on thursday and i'm tempted to fucking pull a sickie because i can't be arsed with this shit liam be, be what do honest. I do? did what she do? did she demand that she be the background on your phone oh shit i didn't even think about that like i'm it's I'm coming it's coming <laughs> I think I, I, this is going to sound a little bit pig-headed, but I'm wondering how much of it is. Does she fancy me? Because you know, no, I would blame her. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she's just like a lonely person. Like, well, she's a sing. Yeah, I mean, she's single. I, she, I, she was I, feel, bloody, I yeah. feel bad for her. Have you told, <laughs> yeah. her, have you told her that you're gay? Uh, it hasn't that's really. Come, I've not. I've not that's had a chance. Thing, I'm fucking gay. Or just dial it up, you know? Hey, Queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good to see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to do that. These two wouldn't be allowed to do that, but I am. It's fine. <laughs> we can't do the hand. <laughs> I'm not allowed to wave. <laughs> I would love some advice. Like honestly, whoever's listening to this, give me some advice. Either go on to um, Greg's podcast page. Or just send me some help. Oh, Tell me what to do. Make yeah. a mix. Yeah. Just tell me. Generally, I I don't think there is a way of handling them without eventually like completely upsetting them. If I'm being yeah. honest. Well, like other people have noticed. That person clearly thinks that you're their friends. Like. Yeah, this is the thing, and she wants to. Have I think you'll be a bit of a bastard if I'm honest. <laughs> Harry, she won't shut up for about seven hours. Like it's, it's not that I'm like being, I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating at all. She spoke. I don't know how, I don't know how her voice is still there. Like, I don't know how she hasn't like got a sore throat or something. And the only thing I can think of is she's an energy vampire and this is like feeding her. And my fucking energy, as my energy goes down, hers is going up. Because by the end of the day, she was fucking ecstatic. She skipped out of that fucking testing center with all my energy. And it was so fucking <laughs> I know I completely understand you come from. Like, like when you say it out loud, it, it, it's hard not to come across as a bit of a dick. But I feel like everyone has had that experience, other than yeah. probably, other than probably them, the, the people like her themselves. Like where you've met someone who's just far too, I guess, overcompensating with niceness. I suppose, yeah. like just trying to always be like gauging with someone. But then there, there are those people as well who maybe they're not always like that. They just latch onto someone that they like, so they're just constantly like, "I need maybe. to be your friend." It's just. Talk I all the time and be friends. I wouldn't mind as much if she just like asked a look because she doesn't know anything about me. She's not asked a single fucking thing about me. She's just told you, me everything about her. You uh, literally know her entire life story about all the people in it, and you've never even met them. 
<laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I don't fucking know these people are, but I'm, I'm probably going to get an invite to the fucking next family dinner once once COVID's over. I, I'm thankful that the job is currently only three weeks long, so I can just be done with her after that. I'm just going to like give her a fake number or something. I'm going to fake number. I'm going to ghost her. Oh no! <laughs> Decided Aww. to do it. <laughs> Stop! No, you don't understand how much fucking stress it is. Like I might sound like it. You guys are making me out to be an absolute dickhead, and yeah, fair enough. I am. I am a little bit of a dickhead. But it's so draining. Like it's such a fucking excess. Every time she's in, I just feel like I feel myself shrivel up a bit and die. See, I'm 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 kind of the, the type of person who would probably just say something. So I don't think I'd be in your situation. Um, that like, is true. You are I, a very blunt person at times. I I have at times told people like someone's like I've had it at work where people like. You know, in the past, have, have tried to tell me like dramatic stories about coworkers, and I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, do you know this happened? I was like, I was like why do I care? Can like, you come in? Can you come in with me on Thursday and be my support, uh, emotional support buddy? Can you just no, like, because help then, me out? Because the, no, because the thing is, though, Liam, I like you, so we'd be chatting away, <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't just say to a bitch, "Can you fuck off?" <laughs> <laughs> um, again, yeah, sorry, that's quite. I feel like, yeah. Positive, I, it, but. Yeah. I said uh, I, I think me and Liam are just in the same boat. We're just too nice to ever really kind of say, like, shut up. So, I, so I'm not fucking nice. You're an, ass, you're an asshole. You're an asshole, Harry. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, like, I'd much rather say what I think than, than you know, like, be fake. I'm not, not, not going yeah. I mean, you're not really Fair being enough. fake, so you're not getting a chance to speak. Um, I don't. I don't even think. I don't. To be fair, I don't even think that it is being fake. It's literally just sparing someone's feelings. Um, like, yeah. as much as I am blunt, there are times <laughs> where I do hold my tongue because I realise it'll cause upset to someone, and I'm not going out my way to upset someone. But there has been times where, also, it's got to a point for my own mental health where I've just been like, I can't fucking deal with you anymore as a person, so I'm going to fucking tell you. Um, yeah, man. But. It's, it's a difficult one because, like, as Greg said, there's no real way you can get around that without hurting someone's feelings. So. Again, she's like, she's like a 50 year old woman. If she was like maybe like my age, I might tell her, like, can we just try and like focus on work? But like, she looks so sad. You're right. I just feel bad for her. Like, part of me like wants to, like, I don't know, run away and never, never come back. But then at the same time, I'm like, I probably am brightening her, her day up a little bit just by letting her talk to me. I don't, I don't know. But it's just anything else you want to touch upon working as a COVID tester, Liam? Um, I mean, it's 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 an interesting kind of uh, peer behind the curtain almost to see. It's 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 hectic. I'm doing it out of college, so basically, this college has got uh, COVID every single one of their kids like at least once a week. But it, it, I don't know how much the government is Boris going to knock on my door if I give them like the real results of what the COVID tests are going to be like. Because we've only had two positive tests out of like thousands of kids scans, so I don't know how like trustworthy these actual tests are. Uh, I'm not going to be that guy who sits here and says they're not. I mean, that could just genuinely be what. I mean, well, well, the tests aren't great, are they? Wasn't the it? Wasn't it? Flow ones are meant to be like what for between forty and sixty percent, aren't they? Because yeah. I mean, I have, I have to do uh, a, a lateral flow test every Monday and Thursday, and like I'm I'm not entirely sure. Like it's a little stick, like that we stick the thing in. I I really don't understand. Like I mean, again, <coughs> I, I believe I believe in the science, but. From what I've heard, they're not very effective. I'm but. pretty sure people have been able to scam. Maybe, maybe it is those tests particularly. Like when they first introduced them, people were saying like, "I put mine in a puddle and sent it in, and it came back like positive." 
we've had um yeah we've had people in fizzy pop or something yeah yeah we've had people who like do positive tests then have to get tested again and then it'd be a negative like false positives are so fucking common so it's like who Mm. fucking knows what people have like uh, um apart from that nothing really going on with me uh i did a gonorrhea swab today that was fun but that was not that wasn't at work (laughs) personally yeah that was that was just a thing but apart from that i'm having a good i'm just you know for the crack Shits and gigs. Shits and gigs. But apart from that, I'm all good. Good. Good to hear. Well, you. do you know yet? Have you had the results? No, yeah. Who knows? I could. Uh, so you might. You might not be good. I'm naughty. I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> it's no. curable, though, isn't it? That one. Uh, well, what? Gonorrhea is curable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. You just take be some right, then. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. I might not have gonorrhea, by the way. I'm probably, I probably don't have gonorrhea. Right? I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mumble, mumble, in- inappropriate comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for that, Liam. Well, uh, let's move on to a question then. So, Liam, you uh, put out the word on our channels, and I believe I you did. some questions for us. So which one have you got for us first? Let's start with the one that makes the most sense. So Kelsey Bird on Instagram asked us how we all got into podcasting. And I think it's probably going to be quite a quick answer because, um, I mean, for me anyway, Harry, you were the one who started this this kind of venture with the pick and mix. And I think it's been something I've wanted to do for a hell of a long time. Like the first podcast I ever really fell in love with was Last Podcast on the Left. And I used to listen to that at my office job every yeah. single time. And I used to just like plug in and just listen. To it. And I absolutely loved them. And I was like, I, I could do I could do this. I could be these guys. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously you never really like sit down and think about it. It's kind of like starting a band, isn't it? You've got to like think about what you're gonna buy and, and who you're gonna do it with. Um and yeah, obviously Harry kind of popped up one day and said, Look, me and my mates uh are starting a movie podcast, and obviously we want to do some horror stuff for Halloween, and obviously I'm I'm the horror guy because I'm so creepy. Um and then yeah, that was kind of where it led to. And we we started with the was it Halloween we did first? It was the Halloween uh, 2018, yeah. wasn't it? Halloween 2018, yeah. And, and was... then from there, I was just so fucking good that Harry couldn't get rid of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we, I think then the following week, we did The Adams Family. And still to this day, it's, I think, the, the it's definitely the most downloaded one. Because it was, it was just, I think, because at one point we slipped over from to Anchor. Well, I did anyway. Um, I'm going to be doing a switch back soon, I think, because I'm not a big fan of Anchor at the minute. But um, Anchor only tells you you listen as well as Airways. Popping gives you a, a and, bit more detail in terms of downloads and, as well. Anchors are wonders. Um, yeah. But um, so I know for a fact that, like, it's 100% our most downloaded episode. Uh, it's our most listened to on Anchor as well. Um, so it, it, it was it was a really good episode. And then I just kind of said to it, very much the same as Greg and then obviously <clears> Nathan <throat> who joined us later on. I, very, I just said to him, I was like, listen, I had a really good time recording with you. Do you want to just do this as a permanent kind of co host thing? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it like yeah. it just kind of grew from that obviously obviously setting up my own like i was like doing it with you give me the confidence to think well like fuck it i can do this as well so setting up my kind of my passion with really bad movies i was like yeah we can do this and i kind of couldn't imagine my life not doing it now like regardless of numbers and anything like that i, I think me and greg you, you had, we had a conversation like if you're doing it for numbers it's not really the the, the point it's just such a yeah. good nah. you know what i, I kind of do at the minute i'm doing it just to hang out with you guys because we're not allowed to and i miss hanging out with people and i miss hanging out with you guys so it's a nice yeah. opportunity there to actually see each other no 100 mm. like it's become 
highlight of my week whenever we can just throw well whenever we all get the time to match up so we can be like hey we can record this evening and it's just nice mm-hmm. to chat and catch up i mean for me <clears throat> i i'd always want to get into podcasting especially because podcasting was like a saving grace for me so i obviously lived in london while i was at university um i was there for four years until three years was study one year just trying to live down there worst fucking year of my life all fucking <laughs> miserable it's great when you're at uni because you get money for now you've made new friends that then that year rolled around i was the only one who pretty much stayed out of the friends i made and i was having to work in retail full time just to fucking survive so podcasts were a saving grace of that and the main one that i really helped me through that when i was working night shifts at the TK Maxx I used to work at was the Choose the Night Draw podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if anyone's a fan of wrestling and in particular of progress wrestling or uh, just independent wrestling in general, I highly recommend checking it out because it is brilliant. It's so funny and that just got me through some really tough times. Um, and I always thought, you know, I'd always wanted to do it and I kept saying, I'll do it. I'll get around to doing it. Then it wasn't until you guys had started up that I thought, you know what, fuck it. If you guys are doing it, I want to give it a shot as well. Because yeah. I'd already come on board as a writer <laughs> for the website, which has kind of fell by the wayside a little bit. But um, since then, it's just been great having to do this every week, whether it's with my own or Pick and Mix or even uh, Bad Taste Buds. Who's you? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah. really quickly. So basically, so basically what you guys are saying is the reason you got the podcast was me. I mean, I, didn't, I don't want to say it in those, those exact words, but kind of, yeah. You would, I, can't yeah. Even, I can't even take whole credit for it, to be fair. I mean, obviously, the Pick, the Pick and Mix uh, podcast started out with me, myself and Ben doing the Star Wars films. Myself and Ben had talked about doing something like this for quite a long time uh, because we, we, we'd always we'd go to see movies together. Like, we went to see the double bill of Infinity War and uh, Endgame together at midnight on release date. Like we 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 often went to see like films together. We were friends from university, um, and we'd always spoke about because we always talked about it. Like literally, like our messenger is pretty much nothing but politics and and movie chat. So um, I'd actually co-hosted a couple of episodes of my mate's podcast, who kind of didn't carry on with it, and I found that like I was the driving force in terms of coming up with ideas and also editing and i thought do you know what if i'm you know i'm enjoying doing this one i wanted that one to keep going but it didn't yeah. but i i kind of thought to myself i was like you know what if i'm putting this this much effort into this one i should probably look at doing my own if i've got these ideas to keep moving forward and obviously movies are a big thing for me yeah. uh, and and the kind of discussion pieces which is what we've kind of like kind of morphed into a bit of everything um and i just thought you know, i really want to do it and the same with greg i think i and, and liam podcasts are a massive part of my life um like I, throughout university and then throughout my work and like i i was I'm not, i wasn't no, classically wasn't a very good sleeper i'd be like up most nights and couldn't sleep so what i'd do is i'd literally just listen to podcasts while playing on the xbox or something like that so things like joe rogan all the classic ones then like different movie related podcasts um ones that are just chatting shit, sports podcasts like literally just anything that was a podcast that was slightly entertaining i'd just be consuming it um so I think because of that, that's why I've kind of gone on and maybe where I've got some ideas from as well. Um, but that that I think that's probably why I just I just wanted to. And I think especially for I know for me, like for myself and Liam, like me, me and Liam have been we're like I think best friends throughout college, then we live basically next door to each other at uni. Um and then I know obviously that's probably getting on to another question, which we'll go into more. Yeah. But we've kind of like lost contact purely because obviously work and life does that to you. So kind of Getting the opportunity. And I hate him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> getting that getting that opportunity to reconnect with like some friends is a massive reason why I wanted to do this as well. Because I know me and Ben's obviously taking a bit of a step back for it for for for, for certain reasons, which is fair enough. But it was nice just to have that weekly kind of thing where you're guaranteed to see, speak to some of your mates who you might not have spoken to a lot before, or you might not see a lot. So that 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 was yeah, probably a big, the biggest part. And obviously, you know, being famous and earning a load of money would be a lovely thing to happen. Uh, <laughs> but that's not why yeah. I do it. Honestly, not why I do it. It's maybe just to kind of have interaction with people who have similar thoughts and likes. Yeah, exactly. I think for me as well, I, the reason I like doing it is it's helped build my confidence massively. I think one of the reasons I, I put off doing this for so long, because I'd always had those grand dreams of doing this or having a YouTube channel and stuff, but I was always popped because I didn't think I myself was like a good talker or a good host for this kind of thing. I think what helped was working in a call center because that did fix things about I wasn't always the best at speaking and having yeah. to adapt to speak to customers <clears throat> to prove that. And I think doing this, I like I think I've, I get better and better with each episode, being able to relay my thoughts, build talk. But I, I still fuck up now and again. Like <laughs> the way I do talk, well, I'll just trip over myself. But it's part of the charm, I guess. There's you know? there's like that thing I think with every podcaster and everybody everybody who's ever recorded themselves has that moment the first time they hear themselves back and they're like, no, no, that's not okay. I, I don't I don't I don't want to hear that. I don't hear my voice. That sounds awful. I sound like I, a dick. I like it. <laughs> I know this is the thing I was about to say, like I, I'm like that cocky asshole who was like, I sound fucking great. I am yeah. so sexy. Apart, apart from uh, the, drunk, the drunk Harry Potter episode, the drunk Harry Potter episode was really <laughs> difficult to listen back to. Um, because, but no, like, let's be honest, like you, you know, you wake up after that, that like the night, the, 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 wake up after the night before, and you've woken up and you're like, oh, what the fuck did I do last night? And like, you can you feel that kind of guilt over yourself mm. because you don't really remember what's going, but you know you've been a bit of a dickhead. And then, like, I was, I was like, it's rare that you have that moment recorded. So I was like listening back to myself, and I was like gradually getting more drunk. And I was like, oh my god, I was like, I'm was so it, drunk. Like, <laughs> was it a bit like when I think we've all had this when you wake up the night before after a proper bender, and then you realize you've texted some people you probably shouldn't? Was it a bit along those lines? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but I was like thinking, I'm going to, I can't say it on air, but I've just put it in the group chat as well. But there was a certain night with me and you, Harry, that I'm definitely not going to mention. Um, that, yeah, you wake up, we like try to record something and we listen to it back the morning after. And it was just like listening oh. to a fucking, it was like listening to like an alien frequency that none of it made any sense. It was just, <laughs> well, I, I, can, can't, I can't mention it, but I can, yeah. I can say, well, I, I, I think we could say some stuff. Like we were basically off our tits, uh, like drunk. <laughs> and some of the stuff we probably won't, we won't mention, but we were very, very drunk, and we we, were, we decided to try and record uh, a watch work. a watch along for the uh, and the film A Night's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> and, it didn't uh, go well. Basically, we FaceTime my mate Parsons, and we started interviewing him as, as if he was Robert Pattinson, because <laughs> <laughs> his name is Robert Parsons. And we were like, how do you feel about playing the Batman? <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh, how's um, filming going, Patterson? How's filming going? Yeah. And then it just on? eventually like descended into utter like bollocks. Okay. And I think I, I think I went to bed halfway through. I was like, I'm done. Bye. Yeah. I think we just kept recording anyway. <laughs> it was like that level of drunk where like Liam at one point became a broken video game character. So like, oh my god. So like, he walked past Steph and my cat. And like looked at them and then walked away and kind of walked off into into the living room <laughs> and then faced away from them and went, Oh hi Seth. And then he was just like walking <laughs> like, like, like a you know what? and I just you know when you sim and, and me and Steph were that drunk that we looked into and we went, 
is that just happened or is that have we just kind of like you know you're not sure whether you're seeing something or if it actually happened i looked at steph and she was laughing i was like right okay so that definitely did just happen and it, it, it was like he was a broke member of a uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like, yeah. it I was like, it's like it's like when you play The Sims, you know, when The Sims glitches in the you, you Sim accident, he puts the baby in the in the oven or something like that. It was kind of like one of those yeah. moments where it was just completely <laughs> glitched out of reality, and then just <laughs> it was great. But yeah, long long story short, podcasting has I mean it's helped my mental health. I don't know about you two lads, but I think especially during lockdown, which is such an isolating time, it's mm. really done wonders for kind of my socialization and yeah my confidence and, and just everything like and and also like being able to I, me and greg were talking before this but being on social media like the interactions we've had from people that i never would have had otherwise obviously like juice with the with the um, bad the, the pick and mix one and uh, bad taste buds where you get loads of uh, horror fans kind of messaging me and kind of wanting to interact with that and, and having that kind of ability to make kind of online friends as well uh, it's just been like a godsend really yeah 100 percent agree, agree. <clears throat> Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, that was satisfied with that answer, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a brilliant question. Thank you very much, Kelsey. Um, shall I take it over for the next thing? Yeah, yeah, I, I think you might notice like anyone who listens to our podcast, like other ones where we're all on together. Um it I I like to go last. And I all, like I know like Liam obviously likes to go first. I'm always like the one who I'm like, I want to go last. I don't like going first because I like to hear everyone else's first. Because then that way I can kind of amend some of the things I'm saying. So he, I'm like, not, he, he, <laughs> likes wanna, he likes to wander. He likes to Like, how can I be better than these two people? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, I am the resident smart ass. Um, one thing I'd also like to mention as well. I know we obviously haven't got it off the ground yet, but one of the reasons that we are kind of all like doing stuff together is because we have we are like kind of going to start like that uh, uh, a podcasting network. Uh, we did come up with a name. Uh, we, we haven't got any artworkers yet, but it's like a group of like podcasters, which is why we all kind of run off each other, which is really nice. And obviously, yeah. we've all got our own ideas and our own kind of uniqueness, which is which is good. Uh, but it's, it's going to be called Audio Devil. Um, so look out for that in the future. Plugs. We got lots of them. But plugs. I have a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Why? Why are they called plug plugs? Like, does it just literally plug up your asshole? I mean, yeah, that, does what it's not in really. Is that not self-explanatory? <laughs> no, but is it not just like why, why not just have a dildo? Like, why so do you want to plug your ass? So a dildo is obviously in the shape of a dick. A butt plug is kind of like a, um, like a, I don't know how. If I had a piece of paper, I don't have a piece of paper. Just Google butt plug. You'll see the shape. No, I know what they look like. But... Yeah, but like it, when you put it in, when you put it up, it like. The butt, the butt does this. Okay, so imagine this is a butt. Okay, and as the plug goes in, it gets bigger. I feel sorry for our audio listeners. Here. <laughs> and then, oh shit, yeah. And then as the plug like is all the way in, it like tightens again because it's like plugged, right? And not to be with Liam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Teach me. Is that, is that nicer than a generic penis? I mean, it's it's fine. Those are just different. <laughs> it's just different. Do you have one with a tail on, Liam? No, I'm not. That, that's too far into like the furry, which, which, no, 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 nothing. You know I, I, furries, I, I, really, I really hope, like, and obviously, this isn't a hope that there's a homophobic person out there, but I really hope there's a homophobic person who happens to stumble across this this part of the episode. And it's just like, this is why I don't like them. They're just deviants. And, <laughs> and if you're there, Mr. Homophobe, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. I, like, I don't give a shit. Like, we can, we can talk I'm about sex. 
That's yeah. it. Like it's yeah. It's I mean yeah. I'll show you next time. You and right. The best part is I bet they're going swiftly <laughs> by a book plug to try it out. Oh, they will. They will. They will. Yeah. I oh. think I've let like a nice little segue into your uh, thing, Greg. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you what, want to you're talking about book plugs, Greg. <laughs> You won't believe what I've been... No. <laughs> well, what I wanted to bring to the table, I originally had something different, but because some recent events have continued on this ongoing saga, I had to tell... I thought it would be best to tell the whole tale, because you guys know essentially part of it, but I feel like I could probably go into a bit more detail. So I'm going to tell everyone the tale of what I'm dubbing Pigeon Gate. <laughs> so... For the last nearly two years now, actually, I've lived in this place. So it's a it's a shared house. So everyone's got their own room. And generally, for those two years, I've gotten along with. Everyone. Sorry, I'm glad you. I'm, I like how you you have to explain the idea of a shared house. <laughs> everyone's got their own room, guys. <laughs> everyone's got their own room. It's very nice, you know. So yeah, so shared room. There's about the six rooms in total. So and everyone all the has one of their own. Damn, damn straight they do, Harry. Damn straight they do. So, so yeah, it, it's, it's as you imagine. I mean, anyone who's been to uni can probably just picture the scenario. You know, you're all under this one roof. You've all got to pull your own way, looking after the kitchen, bathroom, etc., things like that. Generally, for the two years I've got along with everyone here, and we've had like quite a few different people coming and going as you kind of do in these sort of scenarios. But ever since I've lived here, there's been one guy lived here who um, I think he's been here for like close to ten years. So he's definitely the longest serving person in this house. And he's the oldest as well. Um, since I lived there, we've always got along. Um, <laughs> and what he's always done is one thing is the, in our back garden. And it's not even really a garden. It's like a yard. It's a crappy bit of deck and some concrete. So it's not like you really want to spend time there. But he always fed the pigeons out in the back garden. And I never really cared. What, have you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ruining my story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we are sorry. Um, keep going, keep going. Myself and Lee were just discussing buying a book. <laughs> I'm sending, uh, I'm sending Harry links to uh, Amazon uh, finding book plugs from. <laughs> sorry, Greg, that is so rude. Um, <laughs> you might want to pick it up where it was because that this is probably going to be. Nah, leave it, in, man. Quite uh, destructive fine. for the listener. Fine. Fine. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we always got along, but then one thing he's always done since I lived here, and clearly always since he's lived here, is feed the pigeons in the back garden. Now it's it's not really much of a back garden. It's not like a nice little bit of grass and flowers. It's just like a crappy yard with a bit of ratty de decking, and it just doesn't look nice. So like it didn't really matter to us if he was feeding the pigeons. It was probably like in my heads, it was just like a nice little thing he did and kept him happy. Anyway, cue a couple of months back. I'm home working and i was like i need to go get some food so i was leaving to go for lunch i opened the door to fucking a guy from pest control and he's like oh yeah i need to come in and take a look at your back garden because uh we've been getting some calls from next door that there's a pigeon issue so like in his head he didn't realize what was happening he just thought maybe the nesting in the roof so i was like oh shit okay well come through <laughs> we get we get in there and I'm, like, I'm just like i think it's i think oh this is interesting he takes a look at stuff and comes back through and he was and he was like i was like asking him like so what's the situation he goes oh yeah next door's complaining about having a massive issue with pigeons and it's attracting rats and i didn't realize i think everyone kind of says that you know pigeons are like it's like what like rats with wings they're quite disease ridden i didn't realize how bad it was until he explained a few things to me and i said oh well this will probably help with things um it's not a situation of them nesting the guy downstairs feeds them 
and his face fucking hit the floor. He was like, you what? You, you can't be doing that. And he explained, like, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, having this kind of issue is, like, a 10 on a health risk. <clears throat> it's really bad. Like, just oh, yeah, being man. there and, and their droppings alone is just bad. And the whole garden's fucking coated in it. So it's not been good for us. And it's attracted rats as well. So I was like, oh, fuck. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm going to have to speak to your letting agents. But thanks for letting us know. And he left, and I was I was expecting for ages this guy was going to hit the fucking roof about it. But nothing happened. He was starting to act a bit weird, so part of us were thinking, has someone spoken to him? He's just been a bit weird with us. Nothing came of it. We didn't... Usually in this situation, if there's an issue with the house, even if it's only with one person, everyone gets an email about it, just so they know, like, you can't be yeah. kind of shit, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> so then, queue a couple of weeks after that, Pest Control comes back again just to check on the situation, and this time, it's my girlfriend, Chelsea, who lives with me, and our friend Michael, who lives here as well, opened the door to him. And then they had to basically say, well, um, so nothing's been done. He's still feeding them. And the guy was like, you're fucking joking. Like, this should have been fixed by now. <laughs> so Such he goes bullshit. away. And this time it fucking gets sorted because I'm in the I'm in the kitchen just doing my own little thing. And he comes in with a, the guy, comes in with a face of thunder. He doesn't really deserve a name, Sab. Um, comes in with a face of fucking thunder. <laughs> And just basically, <laughs> sorry, I'm just really appreciating that. Comes with a face of thunder and just accosts me about it. And what the, what what's coming down to is he thinks that we grasp them up to pest control, which isn't the fucking case. And he's one of these people you Definitely can't is. you can't talk to. He's, <laughs> you can't talk to him. Like if he gets in a in a mood, he just won't have like. Like he won't let you argue your point. He'll ask you a question. You try to respond, and he'll just pull a face. Are you living with Steph? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and basically, what it ends up boiling down to was him saying, "You do, you go your way, and you go mine," which you would take to mean, "Let's just stay the fuck out of each other's way," right? Yeah. So fair enough, right? Therefore, <clears throat> we leave it at that. And it's been it's been a frosty atmosphere. And it, honestly, he's like a child. Like since it's happened, if he sees us, it's it feels like he's deliberately just trying to be a dick. Like he'll see us in the kitchen, go into his room, and slam the door. Shit like that. Like real petty shit. You know? Is he I mean? in the house right now as you're recording this? Can he hear? Oh yeah. That's like, what I'm wondering. He could probably hear me. I live I live above him. Just okay, dude, okay. just give him a massive like stamp on the floor. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Q, so it's been like that for weeks, and we just thought, well, if this is the way it's going to be, at least it's just that. But then Q last week, it was the so it was the eighth of March here in the UK was when lockdown restrictions were starting to ease. So it was like the first tier where you could go out to the park, meet people that weren't in your bubble. So Feed my mum in the park. Exactly. So that'll be a point I get into in a minute. So it's like, so after not seeing my mum for fucking months, we were like, right, well. I'll bring the dogs over to you, and then there's a park down the street. We'll go for a walk. So it was really nice. And then my mum did have to come in the house for a bit. So she's got like some health issues, which means if she needs to go to the bathroom, she's going to have to go. You know what I mean? She can't wait. Right. So we're like, okay, yeah. bring the dogs in. We'll just wipe them up in my room. You can go to the toilet. We'll have a few minutes in the house, <coughs> and you can then we can go. So we do that. And as we're leaving, he's in the kitchen and obviously clocks us, right? So we do the walk. It was really nice seeing my mum. She leaves. An hour later, the letting agents send us an email saying, uh, one of your housemates said there was dogs on the premises. Do you care to explain this? Like, see, I haven't what? heard this part of the story. This is new. Yeah, this is fucking. What? Bullshit. And it's like, what? They have a little fucking. We were like, well, certainly. So we we had nothing to hide. We were saying this is the situation. My mum came around because we were allowed out today. We were like, meet her. She has health issues. She had to use the bathroom. We made sure the dogs were like nowhere near yeah. anybody else. We kept them out of the way. We did everything <clears> properly, yeah. right? 
And she was like, totally fine. Like, that, glad Good. you've explained it. But because he did that with me and Chelsea, we were both like, right, well, if he's done Dog this, minute. he's been doing all of fucking this. And essentially, they've been on our side with it. Good. And then the big thing that balled over, right? So this is how annoying he is. Um, when it comes to like washing clothes, obviously we've only got one washing machine, right? So it, it can be a bit of a nightmare if someone, if everyone needs to use. You got to wait. What he'll do though, rather than if if someone's using it and it's finished, rather than go ask the person to empty it, he'll just take people's clothes out, put it in a carry bag, and leave oh, it This this happened to me so many times when I live because. Uh, me and Greg lived in a house share at one point, not together, but the house, the group who look after the houses, I've lived in their houses as well. And happened that it's so fucking frustrating. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Greg. no, no, it's fine. Like, honestly, at least you understand. Like, uh, yeah. and here's, here's my take on it like, if it's my clothes, I couldn't give a shit. Like, I don't mind if people touch my clothes. The issue is, Chelsea's the only girl in this house, and he's done it to her clothing. Like she's got sense, like sensitive items of clothing in there that she doesn't want anyone other than probably myself and her touching. So like, if I took it out, that's fine. But the fact he's doing what's, it, I mean, what's the? Good. How many times does this guy have to fuck up before you let age just kicks him out? Like, how, what's the, what's? The, I mean, obviously you'll have to find a new housemate, which is a bit of a ball league. Well, but it might be better than having him there. Yeah, here's the thing. So like, to cap this off, we told them about that. Then they were like, "Do you want to join us to speak to him?" And we were like, "You know what? We don't know what good it'll do." And things like that, but then it, it happened again that day. So we're like, "Yeah, you, you think you speak to him?" And they did. And then this is the kicker: I was at work with Chelsea, and then all of a sudden we hear shouting and yelling downstairs. He wasn't on the phone to them; he just got off the phone with them and was ranting and raging and like slamming shit down in the kitchen to himself. He just he, he, he when he gets mad, he, he just says the he just says "fuck" over and over again, really loud and aggressively. So it's just, it wow. just a series of fucks and loud slams. <clears throat> it really sounds like he's not. Yeah, that's a bit wrong, right? I mean, and here's the thing. So, like, like response it, it, the warning got... signs were there that he fucking feeds pigeons like in his garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and here's the thing, lads. He put up this sign following it. Make sure you take your clothes out window and so are the... Okay. <laughs> it just gets that fucking petty, honestly. Passive, like, it's, like, we... it's, like, it's like passive-aggressive bullshit. Like, we all... I mean, we've all lived... We've all been in the uni. We've all lived in houses with each other. Like, we got on each other's tits all the time in uni. Um, It's... Uh, you, you You... But this guy's how old's this guy? Like, oh, he's well... like, I'd say he's he's in his thirties, going into forties. So he's like, a okay, now he needs adult. to get his. Yeah, <laughs> when I was eighteen, when I was nineteen, fair enough, we were all assholes in uni. That makes sense, and you can piss each other off. But as you have, the thirty-year-old fucking adult needs to get a grip. And all I'm imagining, because I've I've been to your house, but I've never seen this guy. I haven't got a picture in my head. So all I'm imagining is the uh, you know the pigeon lady from Mary Poppins. It's like the feed the birds, happens yeah. bag that one <laughs> just sitting in his room, <laughs> fucking throwing birds seed everywhere. No, and like it's like it's like you brought up then, like it's it's fucking pigeons. Like who gives? Like if we'd grass them up over a cat or a dog, it wasn't supposed to have. I don't understand. But it's the fact like you can go down the park, literally <clears> a minute walk, and feed them. You can go further down to Leeds Park where there's ducks. Feed the maybe ducks, he's like, maybe he's training an army of pigeons. Maybe this is like a big thing. Like he's just. And one day, when this all boils up, he's just going to unleash his army of pigeons in the house, and you're all fucked. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do you know that's like I'm, I'm, I, I, I won't judge him for feeding pigeons, right? Because everyone's got their own releases of doing it. But why do it on your back fucking doorstep, especially when they're going to fucking shit everywhere? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know the area, especially when the there's a park you live, as well, isn't there? Yeah, mm. the area where you live is like surrounded by greenery. Just go outside, like. Yeah. 
that the park next to you pretty much has like fucking cows in it. Take some bread and feed some cows. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I, it, it's just, uh, and what works for is, is he doesn't understand the issue. Like, and we've tried to say to him, like, look, we didn't grasp you up. But and then the health inspector said this. Like, when I was first like having that argument with him, I was trying to explain. He explained <coughs> to me it's such a major health risk. And rather than understand it being in general, he thought, oh, it's got nothing to do with COVID. And I was like, that's not what I'm telling you. you, you there are more. <laughs> there are more things going on than COVID. Rats droppings and fucking. You're gonna bring back the bubonic plague at this point, yeah. mate. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the fact like it's not just in, in, interrupting us. It's our neighbors now. Like it's yeah. just not on. Because if you guys, like, if you went, if you went out there like <laughs> during any point in the day, they're just like just stood all along the roof of the house it's like quite it's, it is a bit like the birds alfred hitchcock you're a bit like this is a um, bit intimidating yeah <laughs> i'm a little bit worried I'm, I'm concerned about you greg i'm i don't want you to be sleeping in that house right now you and you and uh, uh, oh, uh chelsea, chelsea. I'm, I'm scared for your fucking safety he's, he's a head to ball I, I'm, I'm legit thinking if we'd gone down when he was having that fit of rage he'd have just grabbed a knife off the sideboard uh, and shanked one of us <laughs> maybe sleep with one eye open but i've got a lock on my door it's fine all that all that in in terms of like, you know, obviously at that age, like you'd think you'd have like learned how to deal with people, especially if you're living in, in a situation where you're, you know, close to 40 or whatever, and you're living in a house share. For what, you know, I'm not going to judge any reasons why you might be doing that. Obviously, things might not have gone the way you wanted to plan or other things mm-hmm. might have happened in your life. But at that point, you really need to learn how to live with people. And I guess even if you do have the issue where you're like, right, okay, maybe, Greg, you are leaving, you're closing the dryer or washer too long. At that point, go and have a conversation. Yeah, no, like no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that that is the case. But at that point, like at, at that age, surely <laughs> learn to have a conversation. Like yeah. when I was living in the house, I came across a few people who would like basically like be hypocrites in the way they lived. They would like complain about one thing and then do exactly the thing that they've been about. Actually, one guy, big thing in like house shares. Um, one one of the things that um I, I noticed living in it is like the fridge is a big deal. So oh, like, if, it, like space, space in the fridge, and like one guy, and like me and Steph were in a house share once, like just because of uh, like when I shot my knee, we didn't have any of that. Um, and but before we moved into a house, we were in this house share, and this guy kept trying to take over two shelves. And I was like, well, just because not like one shelf per person, and he just couldn't understand that in his head, and I was like. I was like, how how can you get to this point in life and not understand like basic common decency? And it's just it pisses me off. Like people are morons. No, hundred <laughs> percent. I think I think an issue I've discovered as well because I've lived in a couple of shares now, um, especially when it's a way out the student setting. If you move into some place where there's some people been there for a while, they have a bit of a complex where they think it is their property. When really it's like it doesn't matter how long mm-hmm. you've lived there. If you're just paying rent like the rest of us, you don't really have an extra say. It's we're all paying the same rent here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I think he has got that complex that he mm-hmm. thinks this is his house. And it's like, well, no, we, we pay the same rent to the same people. That's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Again, you'd expect more from a 30, 40, like going on 40 year old. I mean, like Harry, I mean, it's just like, again, a fridge, fridges are one thing, toilets are the other. Like we have lived with many people. They don't know how to flush their own shit, and that's like the big thing for me. I don't know if I, I don't understand this um, at all. Just leave it. Just leave. It. I had one, and I'm not going to name names because he's a he's an absolutely lovely guy, and, and I've spoke to him since, and he's canny. Um, but there was one guy who just wouldn't flush. Like he'd have a shit and just wouldn't flush the fucking toilet. And his excuse was when he lived at home, his mum used to do it for him, and I can't cope with that. What? 
Oh, that's yep. horrific. But that was the reason. We had to teach this 18-year-old to flush the fucking toilet. And again, I, this, you know who you are. You're, you have, you've developed fucking massively in the last five years. Yay, that one, Harry. He's just put in the chat. It was that one. Um, and he is, he's a lovely, lovely guy. He's, he's kind of as fuck, but he had, uh, he had a lot of growing up to do. But um, that was fun. That was a fun few years of my life. Yeah, was it the first or second one, Liam? <clears throat> yeah. Second one, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just a bit of a fucking nightmare altogether to start with, wasn't he? He's a lot better now. Yes, he's grown a lot since leaving. Yeah, I've had a few conversations with him. He knows he wasn't great, but he's grown a lot. <laughs> oh, and when the fucking the fire alarms all the time. Don't. <laughs> he'd be cooking at like two in the morning he'd be cooking fucking lasagna and we'd be like woken up because the fire alarms would go off and everyone has to fucking congregate on the street it's just a fucking nightmare um <laughs> yeah i i miss you i suppose anyone who knows who we're talking about now knows who it is it <laughs> you, you've just buried want, that guy and <laughs> i want to reiterate i want to reiterate that he's a lovely lovely guy and i love i do i love him a lot he's, he's very nice he's very sweet but he didn't I Oh, shit. <laughs> Gary, fuck off. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Greg, just bleep that bit out. Just bleep, bleep that out. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, though, like everyone who knows him and knows the situation where the name matters already knew who it was anyway. So, exactly, yeah. yeah. We're good, we're good. It's not like we're <laughs> going to mention his last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking not. I, mean, I don't even know him. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. I took a shit on the street. Yeah, we all did fucking stupid shit, didn't we? Like, we were all... Yeah. The thing is, that's the thing. We were all... When we were at, least, teenagers, uh, hey, we were... at least I tidied it up. I, I... Did, you, did you go with back it, with for it? it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So the idea you did Maybe it, and then you get home, and you're just like, you're just like, oh, I can't leave that, and just go back Harry, to the bag, and there's trouble. Harry carries dog poo bags around with him everywhere, <laughs> just in case. Well, no, because we were coming back from a night out, and I wasn't particularly very well. We went to get the pizza, and I was running back, and I just couldn't make it, so I dropped out, did it, went home, finished my pizza, went back with the empty pizza box and some bin bags, and cleaned up. <laughs> You know what? That's being a conscientious <laughs> member of society. Yeah. And I like it. I do. It was right in the middle of a, a road. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you find a back street? Like, that could have been so much easier. Uh, mate, mate. If, oh, if was, it, was, it coming? was it coming? It, out? If it, it, it was a case of, like, I'm literally going to shit my pants or I'm going to have to drop trouser. And, like, realistically, thinking back now as, like, an older person, like, I would have realized that maybe just shit myself would Shit-pants. probably have been the better choice. But I mean, it would have been trailing everywhere anyway because it was it wasn't the solid one. <laughs> what a great first episode this is! Like, what I'm a fucking... it. This is I really hope. I really perfect. hope like this doesn't get discovered by anyone who I work with. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 
Fantastic. But yeah, that was my Pigeon Gate story. Uh, Liam, I believe we've got another fan question. We do. Bear with me two seconds because I can't remember what it was. It is by Mark Illustrates, who's a lovely guy. He does lots of nice drawings. And it is... How did you guys meet? Really, really easy. Nice, nice little brief one. Oh, it's on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at my phone like, where is it? Um, I guess we've already answered the why we started yeah. podcast. We've 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 answered like why we started podcasting together. So I think just kind of how we met is probably the best one to answer. Do you two want to go first? Because obviously you two know each other before I knew. Oh, yeah. you. Well, we've known um, each other since fucking we were this this big, really. Since um, I think pretty much since recession. Since you were little butt plugs. <laughs> little fucking butt plugs. Um, yeah, we were, we were like you, you and me have grown up pretty much in the same school system. We went to primary school, well, infant school, primary school, secondary school, and then around about that time we kind of diverged a bit because yeah. we went to different six forms, didn't we? Um, we were always yeah. we were always kind of in the same like friendship group, but we were never like besties. We never really hung out like too much by ourselves, but um, we were like friends, uh, like friends of friends who kind of hung out in the yeah. same big group. We were kind of like the weirdos. In, in a it's way. like we it's like. like uh, it's like the situation where we would talk if we were at like a house yeah. party together. And shit. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't like outside of that we were like messaging each other all the time. That kind exactly, of yeah. And then it wasn't until so obviously we split for sixth form, and that's when kind of me and Harry met each other. I've replaced you with him, um, and then <laughs> <laughs> me and Harry did sixth form and uni together. It's kind of weird because I, I, the first half of my educational experience was with you, and then the second half of my educational experience was with you. Um, Again, just I'm the, I'm the, clearly the protagonist of this story, guys. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> it's all about you, Liam. Fucking, it's all about me. Fucking villain. <laughs> I dare say the majority of bad things that I do or have picked up in my life are probably from you. Oh, Which yeah. We again, we can't... What do you mean, oh, yeah? <laughs> you were, you at house true. parties, Liam. You could be... It was a bit unpredictable what you would do it's when you had worst, a few drinks. <laughs> the worst influence ever. I'm sure I, what I am. can attest to this at her many of the different house parties. Mm. I remember specifically at that Alex Lang one, I destroyed, I I smashed my i my new iPod with a hammer because I thought it'd be cool. And then at uni, I fucking bit into a glass bottle and started chewing on it because people weren't giving me enough attention. Uh, bearing in mind, there were... Uh... Okay, how do I say this without getting cancelled? There were university experiences that happened to everyone that you just got to go through. You've just got to get. You've just got to get through them and hope you survive. Uh, <laughs> basically, I met. Yeah. So yeah, you threw out Greg. I can't try to point. Greg threw out the early years of my life, and Harry threw out the later years of my life. Um, I just yeah, we've kind of always gravitated towards each other. I think even when we shut up, Harry. Yeah, I mean that. He's just chatting in the fucking group chat again. <laughs> yes, I mean that. Of course, I mean that. Um, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've always what, what I kind of like about this though is is again like me and you haven't I didn't spoke for what like maybe like five six years Greg and then me and you Harry yeah. probably haven't really spoken maybe like a couple years like one or two years really well probably, I mean like, like briefly like just kind of like the the kind of like, yeah. oh, like how how are things doing how's how's the family that kind of shit yeah, um, yeah and then like we might have bumped into each other a few times like I remember bumping into you. I think when you were like kind of in the middle of uh yeah maybe just after qualifying as a teacher and I bumped yeah. into you at a Tesco. Oh shit yeah we and, um, and no, you, we, you we... look fucking dreadful like I, I was did. like oh 
And that, that was like, I need to get into this career too. <laughs> well, there was, there was that. And I remember running into you at the uh, university fair in Sunderland and you came up and gave me a hug and I yeah, shot myself because I didn't was... know what was happening. Some random fucking dude yeah. comes up and hugs me and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it was like, like when we're doing the podcast, like the first person I thought of when I thought of like kind of doing like a podcast with and getting a guest on was Liam. So I was like, yeah. Uh, who, do I, who do I know who loves to talk? Um, Liam, so <laughs> who, lo- who loves the sound the fir- of his own voice? The, fir- the first time that me and Liam actually met was when we were doing Rocky Horror. I mean, we've obviously kind of spoke about this on our Rocky Horror podcast that we did. Um, checked out if you want to or not, don't care. Are you sure? Um, it's, a, it's a good episode. I like that episode, it was a really good one. It was a good episode, yeah. Um, but that's where we met, and then we were just kind of inseparable after that point there. Um, Hence why we then we were ne- basically next next door to each other at uni, um, and yeah. it was just it was just a really really good time. And then as you do, you kind of separate a bit because of work and other things. And obviously, I moved to Wales at some point, um, which obviously doesn't help. Um, doesn't help. Doesn't help. But then I moved back, uh, and yes, yeah, I mean we've just been friends, better buds ever since we had well, that experience. That's it. You get those experiences with people where you can not see someone for a long time and then reconnect with them and it feel like it's been no time at all. Like even with you, Greg, uh, obviously we had a longer longer period of time of not really talking to each other consistently. But I've always like, me and you have always had similar tastes and things. And I think only now have we recently discovered just how similar our tastes are, almost like hauntingly yeah. similar. So I yeah. think this has like a, like a little, um, again, like I've got to thank the podcast for kind of bringing everything back to how it should be. And, and obviously once we're allowed out, I think we're probably going to take capitalize on that opportunity and not leave each other again i hope don't, don't leave me yeah. boys don't ever leave. <laughs> just just in kind of like how me and greg know each other obviously we it's similar kind of to Liam when we knew each other from mutual friends house parties we met each other but then when i started going out with my current girlfriend uh obviously she was very good friends with with greg and it was just kind of through that and then obviously we when he moved back up here yeah we uh kind of said oh come and work here with us and then just kind of getting really good friends from there. I'd say working together was where I was the proper getting to know one another because there was like points where I had to be, I was paired with you while I was in training, and that was where we kind of properly, yeah, tried, I guess. Yeah, the same, same kind of thing with him as well. Where you realize then when you actually start talking to each other more, you realize that oh, oh we'd actually have quite a lot in common. Um, and then we just became friends through that. <laughs> we, we have, we have seen the most intimate parts of each other throughout the, our lives, Harry. We have spent we have spent times together that only lovers usually spend. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's 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 quite true, actually. Um, I'm talking we, we about this thing. I'm going to put it on in the chat. Rocky Horror Podcast. Hold on, you can keep talking. It's just dead time. Is it the buffs that you're talking about? Naked yeah, buffs. Yeah, was... yeah, yeah. So uh, me and Nathan, <laughs> uh, me and Nathan, Follow sorry, him. me and uh, me and Liam uh, at university for some reason we'd get drunk and then go and sit in the bath and drink alcohol. And like uh, just together. open up, they were like that was like the bathtub was our space. And just have like really like, emotional yeah. conversations. <laughs> it was like and a nice the, the, little neutral, yeah. There was something it, about a bathroom yeah, it was, it was, and the right stimuli that just brings out like the openness in people, I think. You know why the bathroom is the most popular place. Yeah, no, you, I, know, you, I, you both I, know why the bathroom is the most popular place at uni. Don't lie. That's not what that's not what that's not what we were doing though. But like the best part is like People are thinking here that we literally ran a bath and sat in it together and had like a chat. The bath was not full of water. Empty. We were just sat in an empty bath, um, like just having a heart to heart. And every, yeah. and people would be like, "Can we use the toilet?" We were like, "Yeah, just come on in." <laughs> like, as long as you don't mind, you're frozen the bathtub. 
some of the yeah. friends and the thing was... is sorry, sorry go go. thing is like people some people would be like oh um i remember like Maisie being like are you like are you bi are you uh are you like getting with Leo? or like no 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 like we're just like i'm straight Leo's gay we're, we're just two sitting in a hot tub not five feet <laughs> apart because it isn't good. <laughs> you know uh just just, a have, little bit just having, having a good time and just chatting on i mean kind of yeah but i i i, I never got aroused too heavily you say so <laughs> i mean there was one time it did fall in what are you saying, Greg? <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't, by the way. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just clarifying. It didn't actually fall in. It was intentional. We have not had sex. We are. No, we haven't. Not yet. We haven't. <laughs> not yet. We'll save that for my for my stag do. <laughs> oh God! All right. Last night as a free man, got to try everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh, I, I thought you had something to say, Greg. Sorry. Ah, oh, it was just literally to like. I, I just think it must be something about it because I remember, like a lot of the people I made close friends with at uni was sort of just similar situation, like in like the the dorm bathroom of like a person's flat, just drinking and smoking out the window mm. and just getting really close with people. I mean, there's just something to it. I think I think everyone might have gone through that experience. Another interesting, horrible thing I did at uni one time. My mate, uh, our mate. Well, I, did, you, I think you might have met Greg, but. um my and, Maisie, uh, my and Liam's mate Maisie, he was being horrendously, violently sick um, in the in the toilet one day. And obviously, one thing that you do, what we thought was the right thing to do at uni, was bring someone who was being violently sick bread to soak, like soak up the alcohol. Mm-hmm. At one point, Maisie was full on sick on this piece of bread, and I ate the bread. Oh, <laughs> man. Nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I just went out, look at this. It, coincidentally, I now have the weakest stomach ever. So, like, I I, I think all the shit I did in, my, in like the my like younger years has like since weakened me completely. Oh, so like now, like I, I get like I, I I see like you know when Reggie like goes for shit in his, his little like cat bin, like the smell of that will make me go. <laughs> like I've got such a weak stomach now; it's unbelievable. And I think it's just like like life punishing me for all the horrendous things I did when I was younger and got away with. <laughs> you know what you did and this is your penance. <laughs> that is it, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that was good stuff, lads. Uh, so Harry, take us away through your... Is it my turn now? It's your turn, mate, yeah. Take us away, Aaron. Right, okay. Um, so I said to the guys, I didn't come up with like really big ones. They're just kind of little nitpicks that I had. Um, yeah. The fourth one, and I'm guilty of this. I've guilt. I'm, I'm guilty of this on, on occasion, and I think Liam is probably guilty of it quite a lot. But I, I hate probably. as the term is, uh, grammar Nazis. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you hate you hate so grammar like, Nazis, or so like. I don't have an issue with them as such if they're trying to help or like. It, it's when like a lot of my friends are like uh, severe grammar Nazis, where like they kick off if someone like gets the wrong there, they or they are. Um, <laughs> Not gonna um, lie, that really annoys me. I, I, I love yeah. you guys so much, but I would get annoyed by that. And there's something like about my English teacher thing that would like, oh my god, that's so stressful to look at. Yeah, and I understand that. the The point where it becomes annoying to me is like, you know, when people are having an argument, mm. right? And someone has clearly been defeated in their argument, 
and they've been made to look a fool, and then someone just comes up with the you Y O U. Oh yeah, that's that's what yeah, right. and I'm yeah. just like fuck you for a start. Like what yeah. what kind of person are yeah. you? Like that's, you've that's clearly what... lost argument, and that's what you re- like resulting to. And the thing is, like you can't argue against it because it's right. Like you've like you're trying to act smart and you're trying to act clever, and then like you've literally made like a gr- grammatical error, and it's like well fuck you. It's like the, like the lowest hanging fruit. It's like yeah. someone someone like like responding with I know you are but but what am I? It's what like I? it's not an effective argument, but it is at the same time because if you keep doing it, no one's gonna win. And it's just something that really annoys me. Uh, okay, yeah, I okay, I'm, yeah. I'm probably annoying people because like I know Juice, like you mentioned him already, but <laughs> well, no, he, like, he is he, he's a self professed grammar Nazi. And one like, of his tweets recently he got he got something <laughs> wrong and I said, Where's your tweet about grammar? <laughs> Juice man. Like, I, I want to go on record and say that I'm, like, somewhat of a grammar Nazi in the sense that I do. It, the only time it really bugs me is when it's incorrectly spelled or it's the wrong kind of grammar or the, one, the wrong kind of there. But if it's, like, a, if it's like on a sign or, like, a professional, like, billboard, the amount of times I've, like, walked past a shop and they've got the wrong there or the wrong apostrophe or the apostrophe's in the wrong See, place, that, that irritates the fuck out of me. That That's all right, though. I, I'm not – it's not that – I think you're a special type of bastard if you go on someone's status oh, and yeah. their grammar. Oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. and like the thing is, like I've done, I've done what I'm complaining about in an argument before, where I've just been like, I've got no way out of this. I'm just going to be a Harry. dickhead now. And I like, I'm, I'm aware, I'm aware of the fact that I'm being a dickhead. But you're a special kind of bastard if you just go on someone's status and for no good reason just go on and say, oh, you spelled this wrong, bitch. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that is like, you know, just fucking leave it. Like not everyone's like as smart as you are not everyone is as clever as you are not one everyone's got the time to give a shit whether or not their spelling's correct um especially on social media like there's a whole point of like kind of text talk isn't it is to shorten the amount of time that you spend typing that's it so like, but yeah, that, that's one thing that grinds my gears. Uh. No, I'm 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 with you because like um, for me personally, and I I'm, do it. <laughs> I've just always had issues with my spelling, grammar, and punctuation. Like even now, like it, it's not like it's just like the simplest of things fuck me up, and like I'll catch myself. I'll send a message and go, "Oh yeah, that was the wrong." Typically, there hmm. and there, and your and your and things like that. That really yeah. Me the thing up. is, you and don't like, you don't know if someone's like genuinely got an issue spelling in terms of like that might be dyslexic, and then you can make that person feel utter shit about the mm-hmm. fact that that is their issue, and they might not have known that. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's horrible. So like, I I never try to do because like I know for fact like for me I like I, it it stresses me out. like the amount of times I'm writing a message to you guys in the group chat and I have to like really stop and go check the spelling of a word because I'm just worried about it being wrong. It's mm-hmm. you know we don't care. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just it's just yeah. more for my sake because I'm just constantly like, I get it, it, it bothers yeah. me because like I I I like to write and stuff obviously for like the website just personally. So you'd think I'd be really like, good at it, but it's just kind of like no, it's still something. Despite it's, being nearly this, 30. this is the thing. It's, like it's I've had one like... reason I don't write for the website is because I'm I don't think I like Steph has told me before that I, I write really nice nicely when I put my mind to it, but I I just don't. I'm not as confident for a teacher. I'm not as confident in my grammar. As I probably should be, but I'm a special needs teacher, so I get away with a lot. Um, yeah. You know, well, um, my one of my favorite like memories from A level is one of my English teachers. She was one of the probably the best teacher I've ever had throughout my entire um, educational experience. And she's like the first lesson she was with us. She said that she was dyslexic, and she kind of said like, "I'm an English teacher, I'm a literature teacher, and I'm dyslexic, and I am going to be able, I'm going to be spelling a lot of shit wrong, and you guys need to help me. Well, if you want to help me, help me along with with the spelling and shit like that." And I. I your your ability to write your your written ability does, is not based on your ability to understand grammar or understand spelling. Like I'm not perfect at all, um, 
and I've read both of your writing and, and both of you have absolutely fantastic written style. And just because the grammar isn't like, yeah, every now and again, you might, everyone fucks up on grammar. It's, it's perfectly natural. Yeah. As long as like, as long as there's passion in your words, this is like turning into me, my little literary wank job fest. Now I'm enjoying this. Um, as long as there's passion in your words, that's what's important. Not the actual, uh, the spelling and the grammar along the time. I, yeah, I, I think that's a really, really interesting point you've made. Both yeah. music. See, like for, for me though, like spelling isn't an issue. It's more like grammar. That and like when I was doing professional skills tests before, um, before you, you you do your PGCE for teaching, like I really had to work on like where my commas and everything went because I wasn't. I I never. I don't particularly remember being taught that as a kid. So, like it's, it's never something that it ever stuck with me. Spelling it does, but not that. But I remember, like working as a special needs teacher, you you, you get paired with like uh, like you know uh, learn support assistants um, and teaching assistants quite a lot, and they'll do a lot of work like writing on the board and stuff. And there's a lot of times where like I'll have to say to someone that is spelled incorrectly, and it's mm -hmm. awkward. Like, do you know one of the ones that I come across most? Manager, people spell it like the French word manger, like so like M A N G E R rather M A N. -E. Right, they miss out the extra. Like, yeah, and like it's really common, but like I have to say this to these people, like, and they're like, "Oh, is that wrong?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking wrong." Um, but business is the other one, isn't it? Busyness. Like, there's loads yeah. of words that just in the English yeah. language is fucked. Really, that to be fucks me like, quite it's, a lot. It's 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 a hor it's a horrible thing to have to do and confront <clears> someone <throat> and say, like, especially in a place of work, and be like, "Yeah, that's not right. That's wrong." Um, I always just try and do it and be like, "Oh, you just missed out the A." Or like, and just and but then it's all because they go oh where and I'm like oh, for fuck's sake I'm trying to do this nicely um, like fucking stupid um, and wipe it out but um, yeah it, it's just that that's why I say like I am I am one in terms of like spelling like I do have to correct people and I have yeah. done like the shitty things I've said before in the past but it's something that as I've grown up and kind of matured a bit it is something that really annoys me. I think, like, I think there I just, is a right way to broach it with people. Like, I, mm -hmm. I welcome if someone says, oh, that's wrong. But it's just when, like, it, especially in text, when it's hard to translate stuff anyway, it just feels like sometimes they do get really annoyed at you for it. And it's just mm -hmm. like, well, rather than doing it this way, can you just, just tell me, you know? I take the piss out of Steph daily for her spelling. I, I have mm -hmm. to admit, because she's really bad at it. Like, we were moving house recently, and uh, she had a bag full of, like, a box full of makeup, and she'd written on it. And I was like, I was like, what's that, Steph? She was like, oh, what's my all my makeup? And I was like, is it? I was like, what's another word for makeup? And she'd written cometics on the cometics. And I was like, I was like, I was like, is that your bag of cometics, Steph? And she's like, what? And I was like, cosmetics has got an S in Steph. <laughs> but I do that because I'm a dickhead. So like, yeah, I, I, I'm well aware of that. I mean, with um, your partner, it's fine because we, you're yeah. like, it's just teasing banter, I guess. You know? Yeah. Well, I, have I told you the story about why I call a plymouth? No, no, I don't think so. So, no, so Steph's so. like saved in my phone as Plymouth. So, if you were ever around me, you see Plymouth. I think Plymouth. P... Am I thinking? No, well, gonna... Yeah. So, okay, spelt, I've got it. Yeah. Spelt P L I E M O U T H, right? So, spelt that way. So, we were in Edinburgh. We were like kind of about to miss a train back to Newcastle and we we're running on the train. I said, Steph, this is the train. Get on it now. Um, and she went, This isn't our train, Harry. And I was like, Why isn't it our train? And she was like, Well, this one's going to Plymouth. And I was like, and you only just kind of stop everything you do. And I looked at her and I'm like, <laughs> now Steph's like a really smart person. She's like uh, assistant psychologist, man, but she's got a master's in psychology. She's looking to do a PhD. And I just turned around and looked at her and I went, Plymouth, we're going to Plymouth. And she was like, yeah. And I looked at her and I said, 
for a start, it's fucking Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and it is the right train, so we need to get on. So we got on a train, and ever since then, I've named the Plymouth. She also did the same with a place in the, in the northeast. So you might not be familiar with if you're not from this area, but called Blythe. Um, mm. She calls it she called it Blyth. Blyth. Yeah. Blythe. You see, um, it is. It is. Okay I, I, I do that as well. Like, my reading skills could be sometimes questionable. It's the worst, given that I work at a call center, especially when I get like a name that's really hard to pronounce. Like the amount of times I've just had to go on like a quick like uh, website that'll spell it out for you, just to make sure I'm not making an arse out of myself. Is like constant. yeah. <laughs> See, you, you like that Key and Peel sketch, whereas like, is there a D yeah, nice? Exactly. <laughs> D nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I have like as, hey, some... hey, <laughs> as an English way. teacher, I have I have nothing but respect for them for, for those kids. The kids who do struggle, like they're almost. When you when you see them making those efforts and when you see those and you're right, it it absolutely breaks my heart when a kid might be trying really hard on the board and then one of his mates will tear him down in front of the rest of the class. And I'm like, here's like my my instincts are like to go on the attack. Like you little you little fuckbag at the back there, you need to simmer the fuck down, otherwise I'm gonna like put you on detention for a week or something. But even like especially that, but also like kids who are have English as a second language. Like how fucking difficult must that be? And how much I respect? Know, how much respect I have for people who have English as a second language? Because that's just a, a mammoth task in and of itself. Like when when English mm. is such a fucking horrible language to learn, it's it's mm. it's a massive kind of massive thing. And you're right, absolutely. Like those kind of grammar Nazis, the ones who you're right, tear people down in the comments. It, it almost it's almost come around to the point where I feel like you've lost the argument if you have to comment on grammar. Like if that's the only thing you have left, you've, yeah, you've kind of lost the fucking is. argument, yeah. mate. Yeah. Um... I must admit, like when you said there, like when someone tears their friend down, it's one of the hardest things to do as a teacher is when kids make genuinely hilarious fucking comments and you can't <laughs> laugh at them and you've got to tell them off for it. And yeah. it's, 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 I've had like quite a few where like a kid said something and like I've genuinely like inside been like fucking dying to laugh. Like, and I'm just like, like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're that's like, you're like, you're like, that's hilarious, but never say it again. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, man. So, so many times. So many. Do you have times. any more? What were we? What were the other grievances? Yeah. Um. So uh, another one I had. Um. It, it, I think this is like this is this is a big one, but I don't really want to go too far into it because I don't want to get onto who's right, who's wrong. But it's like when people refuse to believe other people who say that they were mistreated or misheard uh, just because they want attention. It's like fuck off, right? Mm. Like you're part of the problem as to why people can't come out and say something. Um, Are we in in response? To the Meghan Markle thing, yeah, yeah. Um, just not not saying that what she's saying is all true, but about the fact that when she came out and said that she had mental health issues, Piers Morgan said, "Oh, well, that can't be true because she's got money or whatever." And I'm like, "Well, fuck off, right?" Um, Yeah, and if people are feeling confident enough that they can come out and say that they've got these issues, don't then shoot them down and say, "No, you don't." Um, Piers Morgan's a fucking Butt plug, he's an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use. No, it. He's not a butt plug because they, they're enjoyable. Uh, yeah, he, honestly. He's not, but this but is the it, thing with Megan. Like you're right. I, I, even working like this job I've started, there's quite a few older people. Like I would say, people in their sixties and seventies. And the amount of time I've overheard them saying, "Oh, she's a liar. She's she's clearly an actress." That that thing about her being an actress, I'm like, just because she's an actress doesn't mean she just has like mental health problems and, and emotions like she can be an actress and be genuinely yeah. abused by something like fuck, fuck you well i mean like you just have to look at the tabloids to see the abuse that she did get in comparison to people like kate who didn't get anything like that and then i mean i put the status out recently and i got a lot of pushback on it but i don't really care it was i said you know people are more willing to listen to the crown and believe the, the stories that come out of that from 
actors than they are from another actor who's actually given a first-hand account of what's happened. Mm. Uh, and that was the point I was making, is that people would rather hear, like, hear the story through Netflix or through tabloids and believe that's true rather than hearing it from the, the, the mouth of the person who's actually gone through those experiences. And that's, that's, that's a sad thing. Um, yeah, man, but, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's the same. I think mean, the actress who came out and played Cho Chang, I think she came out and said something about the Harry Potter, like she felt that she was like uh, oversexualized or some something along those lines. I don't particularly know, or maybe it was there's some uh, racist treatment. I think there was the, the people, race thing. Yeah, yeah, the race thing. And people came out and said, "Well, why are you bringing it up now? You, you, you've had your money from them. Now you're just trying to get more attention." It's like, no, come on. Like, well, I have to say, yeah. like at the end of the day, like if you're in the middle of like what could be the big biggest like moment in your career, are you really going to tr- like? upset that when they, they're probably just going to fire you and recast you like it, it's such difficult especially for women um yeah but well, it's, it's like it's it's adding to the problem as well the fact that there is so much there is so much pushback it makes it harder and people wonder why women don't come out and we're not, not just women like people don't come out and yeah. admit to the shit and say that i have i've been a, a victim of abuse it's because there is so much vitriol towards them from the press and from uh high high profile fucking anchors like pierce morgan and, and people wonder why people don't come out. Of course, they oh. don't come out because it's it's such a it's such a vile fucking place for people to express themselves. And the irony is, he was coming out being like, "Oh, I'm a victim of cancel culture." It's like, mate, you cancelled yourself. You walked. He off literally the show. walked off the fucking show. And such a do you fucking know what, baby. The, the fucking sweet irony of it is, <clears throat> he did exactly what fucking Meghan Markle did. In terms of like, he didn't like what he was hearing, didn't enjoy what happened, and he, he took himself out of the situation. And yet he lamented her for doing so and called her poisonous and all this kind of shit. I mean, obviously there's loads of play with the royal family that I don't really particularly care about, but it is quite glaringly obvious that our press treated her completely different to what they treated other members of the, you know, who married into the royal family. And I think there's a pretty obvious reason why as well. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's let, I mean honestly, yeah. let's just say it. Let's let's if we put that out there. Let's say it. it's because of her race. It absolutely is because of her race, and she was treated differently because of her race, and it's fucking bullshit. And we should be able to have these conversations, and we should be able to talk about it because that's the best. That's the first step to mm-hmm. to admitting that our society is fucked, like so oh, fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my, that, that that got me emotional, Harry. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that's a big one, but I didn't want to spend too much time on it because I think then it just becomes a like. A whole other I mean, thing. Yeah, that's um, its own podcast in and of itself. Really, well, we could have that discussion. Yeah, and, we, and yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't particularly feel like I'm the best qualified person to speak on it because one, I'm not a woman. I'm not a person of, of uh, you know, I'm not yeah. a, a person of color. So I don't feel particularly confident in kind of no, voicing, no, voicing certain things. But I do understand and realize that it's wrong a lot of it. Um, so that's it. Moving on to my next one. Um, people. Who refuse to laugh at dad jokes despite the fact that they're fucking hilarious? Yeah, <laughs> come on. And and you you guys fall into this category, so shame on you. Uh, um, because I make loads of good dad jokes on the podcast, and I think you refuse to laugh at them purely because it's me. You are the you fact are, that they're not funny. You are just one giant walking dad joke, Harry. You are a dad joke. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> but um. Uh, I like I get it at school as well. Like we were feeding ducks at a pond one day, and I walked up. To- so I walked away and all right, lads, what's the quack? And like no one laughed and they just went, Oh, such a dad joke. And it's like, why is that, like why is that an insult? Like that's that's a good thing, if yeah. I'm quite honest. It's funny. You should just be like, oh, good one, and then move on, forget it, forget it. Like, that's it. If dad joke isn't necessarily something that's gonna make you fall in the full laughing, but it's somebody be like, ah, oh, good one. You have to be like, such a dad joke. 
I really appreciate like, that. Like what? When I'm when, like, when why, I'm why is that a bad podcast, thing? Why is it a bad thing? Usually, when I'm quiet on the podcast, I'm secretly laughing to myself. When you make a dad joke, I just yeah. like the uh, the dead air for the uh, audience to kind of. I, I'm usually hoping you're like like you know like Friends where they like, put a laugh track over the top. I kind of want you to put laugh tracks over the top of the episodes just to do you know, I might add a little bit it. of flair yeah, to it. Yeah, fuck it. It's it. like there's, there's specific episodes where you've said to you've said to the other people on the podcast, "Don't laugh at him. You're just encouraging him." And I feel like, <laughs> <just> like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you, and and it's your dad fine. jokes. Just... I love you and your dad jokes. I think Thank I think part much. of the part of the best thing of when a dad joke lands is that typically it's not supposed to be laugh out funny, isn't that kind of the point of a dad joke? That's the like, point. You know, yeah. it's, it's when yeah, a, but... it's when a pop yourself more than someone else. There's a little oh, bit yeah, of that, cringe there, isn't it? That that is just me all over. Like I'm I'm not enjoying myself if I'm not making myself laugh, and uh, I don't okay, care if fine. anyone else is laughing or not. Um, but it doesn't even people say, "Oh, you're su- that's such a dad joke," as if it's an insult. I'm like, "Yes, it is," and I'm proud of it. So thank yeah. you. Um, my last one is maybe something we can probably get into a bit more, but uh, yeah. it's people who test you. When like, and by by test you, I mean, Liam will understand this. If you're having having a conversation with someone who's a superior at work or someone like that, and they're clearly leading you down a conversation path where they want you to give an answer to see whether or not you're going to give the answer that they want you to give, mm-hmm. um, and then if you don't give the answer they want you to give, they then lament you for it even though that they manipulate the conversations going down that path. Uh, and that's quite a convoluted kind of way of saying oh, yeah, it, but yeah. I, I don't know how I else know to, I don't know how else to do it. SLTs do it all the time, I found, where they're kind of like, they'll they'll trap you in a conversation where it, the pure aim of the conversation is 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 to kind of give you a rollicking, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. so how, how, are we, how are we meant to do this? How are we meant to do this? And then you give the answer. They know that you don't know the real way to do it, or you you might not know the proper way to do it. So then you give what you think is the right answer, and then they say, "Well, no, actually, it's not that." And I'm just like, first of all, fuck you. If you think there's a problem with something that I'm doing, just come and tell me outright, and then I'll change how I'm doing it. Yeah. Don't don't make me repeat what I've done already. You can just say, actually, like if I, for instance, me. If there was something that you guys are doing on the panel for, I don't like what you're doing on this way. I'd say, guys, I said, just one thing. Like, there's one thing that ha- keeps happening, and I'm not really keen on that. Can we yeah. either try and stop doing it? Or can you tell me why you are doing it so I can understand a bit more what, what the point is? Like, obviously, that's a bit of a weird example, but I find that SLT do this all the time. Where they'll, yeah, they do. They'll, 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 it, it's like asking you a question they already know the answer to just so they can give you a fucking bollocking. And it, it, it does my head, and it's like some kind of weird power play, and I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. And I don't like it because if I knew I was doing something wrong, I probably would or like you know I either definitely know, or I definitely don't know. And if I'm quite honest, I don't do things wrong on purpose. So yeah. realistically, mm-hmm. if I'm doing something wrong, I don't know. So educate oh. me. Don't fucking harass me and like harangue me for it. It's yeah. like such a superiority complex. That's all it is. It's mm. someone who's clearly got too fucking big for their fucking britches. They're throwing the weight around, and you're right. Like it's especially with the SLT. So this idea of senior leadership teams getting involved in the way, like I teach. Like I've had my own fair share of pause their way of teaching. Like, oh, well, that's not how I, that's not how you should be doing it. I'm like, well, how, how the fuck do you know how I should be doing it? Maybe my way works better than yours. I'm not here in your classroom telling you what the fuck to do. 
it, it really, really does bore my piss as well. Like, it absolutely just fucking, it, it's infuriating how much someone wants to get in your business. Like, you could be doing everything right. You could be doing everything yeah. fucking right, but because they don't think so, because they have their better way of doing things, they want to tell you you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. It, it's just such a, it, it's, it's fucking awful. It's just like, the, like it's people with power exercising it essentially. Like they, yeah. they, they don't have to do this, but it's like they want to because they have that power. You know mm. what I mean? It's like like because I've got this, I'm going to trick someone out, and then it's my excuse to sort of show my dominance when you don't really need to do it. Yeah, like I've I had it um, a, a few times with my placements when I was training, and I I, I up front say to the, I said to the person I was like why why have you done that? And they did it in front of other people as well. And I kind of said, why have you just made a fool of me in front of everyone? I said, like, if I've done this because I thought this was the way that you were meant to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And and rather than you pull me aside and say, actually, that's not how we do it here, because I'd taken something that had happened in, like, that a practice that was getting used in another school and applied it to the situation I was in. And they said, that's not how we do it here. I was like, well, first of all, you haven't upfront, you haven't made gone out of your way to tell me this is how you do it here. So I've just used my initiative and done it this way. Fair enough, if that's not what you do, I understand that it won't happen again. But why fucking make me feel like a twat in front of everyone? Like it it just it's such it's like almost like grandstanding and I I I, I don't I don't like it at all. And uh, like don't get it twisted, it's not me being like this entitled kind of like millennial millennial who's being like, Oh, I, I shouldn't get told off in the workplace because if I've done something wrong and yeah, fair enough, like I fucked up, I'm willing to take that 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 you know that um the consequence I'm willing to face the consequences for that because that's fair enough that that should be the case but if it's if it's something like a different practice or something like that don't don't do don't don't act like a bell end like just outright tell me um yeah because one I'm likely to take the criticism better if you actually just come and tell me and two like why why do you want to demoralize your staff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. why what 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 are you gaining out of that what are you gaining by making your staff feel that big you know you're right it, it, it doesn't it doesn't help it just pisses the staff off and that's not mm. really going to help them like change the ways they're just going to have more of a grudge against you and it's just not going to get things mm. fixed a lot sooner you're right just taking people aside and talking to them is the best way don't try and make them look to be a moron and don't mm. like get aggressive with them over it. it's just never it's never going to lead to them getting the message you know <coughs> just them and like what's the point? yeah I've, do you know what? i've seen a teacher do it to a child as well and that if it's fucking horrendous as well. Like, oh, so you think this is the answer? And they're like, yeah. And they're really confident in this answer they're given. And the teacher goes, well, actually, you're fucking wrong, dumbass. And I'm like, why have you just done that? Yeah. Like, there's so many different ways that you can tell someone they're wrong. And, like, you've chosen the fucking worst way to do it other than going and sticking the dunce fucking hat on their head and saying you're a fucking <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hate that word, but, like, that's, like, the level of kind of, like, humiliation I think it puts on people. You know what I mean? Well, and it's it's just like it's so nasty. Like it's it's a it's a form of workplace bullying, and it, I absolutely I, I think everyone has seen it. I've seen the, those kind of office big wigs who fucking they think they they're like the 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 fucking 
Well, just uh, the kind of there's not there's nothing that they can't do better than you. They're always trying to one up you. They're always doing whatever you do. I can do a better kind of bullshit, and it, mm. it just it just makes you not want to come to work, and it just makes you want. Yeah. And yeah, it absolutely happens to kids as well. And you see teachers who completely are just demoralizing kids and ruining their chance at, at progressing at something because that kid is now not wanted. That that kid might be really shy. That kid might have only stood up once or twice, and now you've ruined that. And now that kid's not going to fucking stand up again, and it's not going to try again. It's, mm. it's bullshit. Can I just clarify as well, because I, I realised I didn't just say the word <laughs> I was using that as like the example of what a teacher would say to someone to make them feel bad. That isn't me using that word flippantly. That is like no, the no. level of like yeah, yeah, yeah. horrendousness yeah. that I think it, that, that what they're doing is like the equivalent. And I guess so yeah, I need, yeah. to make, need to make myself clear on that in case people think that I'm a special needs teacher using that word like horrendously. Um, but yeah, it, it, those are just some of the things that have ground my gears. Like in most recent weeks, the, the, uh, obviously that last one at the school I'm at, it, it hasn't happened. So I'm really happy with that. Uh, but that's from something that happened like a year or two, a year ago. So I thought I'd bring that up. No, no, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm. No, I think I think there's a whole uh, like I'm saving it for another day. There's a whole section of just horrible bosses and people in power where I think we could talk for ages, especially if you've ever worked there's in couple, retail. There's a of good movies on it as well. Yeah, especially if you've worked in retail. <laughs> The, the retail sector's full of it, so I'm going to save that for another episode. <laughs> Smash it. No, that's awesome. great stuff, Harry. Um, so, yeah, we'll end on another question. So we didn't get enough like viewer questions in, so if you're watching this and kind of understand the format of the show now, please send them in for the next episode. We'd love to feature them on the show. So I just picked out a random question online. Liam, as you've been reading them, do you want to give it for the audience? Let's do it. What probable situation did TV or movies make you think would be common, but when you grew up, you found out wasn't common? I love this question, by the way. I kind of want to see what everyone else... The Um, first thing that came into my head was earthquakes, and I don't know why. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) volcanoes and shit. Like, I don't know, like, natural disasters happening around me, like, they're just... You see, you watch like TV show like about like movies like like about like twisters and like volcanoes. Like, I think I grew up on with shit like Dante's Peak and like um, Twister and... What was the one with with the fucking comet? Armageddon and shit like that. And I'm like, there's been very few like natural disasters in my area. Yeah. Like movies kind of prepared me for this shit, but I don't. Ha- I don't I've never had to use my natural disaster skills yet. I think. I think we're due an earthquake around about now, eh? Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, obviously there are. I mean, we just we live in England. We we, we like the closest we get to a natural disaster is a really bad fucking snowstorm. I think um, we had the election. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I remember one instance of like a hurricane hitting the country, and it wasn't like you know the one seen in America. It was like the most yeah. sea one ever. But that's like the closest I'd probably say we come, other than like mass snowstorms, which are very few and far between now in this country. Yeah, I wouldn't even define them as snowstorms if I'm quite honest. Nah. Yeah, East really. was a bit of a big one as a, as a geography teacher. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what I think? Obviously, like I'll get out the unrealistic one straight away. <clears throat> Loving Harry Potter as a kid, I always assumed that someone would like bald snake like looking man would be able to kill me as an adult. <laughs> Turns out not not really true. Not yet anyway. Um I suppose like the, I don't know, maybe like oh, I've got to find someone to go to the prom with me or something. I don't know, some shit like that. <laughs> well, like, that, well, that Amer- Ameri- the... American like teen dramas like always make things out to be so fucking like un- but it's obviously all unrealistic, like the house parties and all of that. And I'm like some of the house parties I've been to, like they they like obviously ended up on the cutting room floor for like these. I was I was more like skins. I was yeah. more like skins than yeah. uh, like American. <laughs> mm. no, that, skins that, pretty that, skins is pretty accurate. <laughs> 
That um, the whole thing about the prom thing sort of ties into my thing. It's just the way relationships and love is portrayed in a lot of these. It's Ma just that's nowhere a near one. like what it is in real life. Like it's way more complicated in real life than how it ever is in film and TV. And, and even like then, like friends, just... like friends is a TV show. Mm. Like me, they live inside each other's pockets so much. Yeah. Like I barely get to see my friends now. Like I might escape on like a podcast like this. I'll go on the Xbox with them for like half an hour. But I think mm. it, it never really never really deals with the fact that you actually lose contact with people it, yeah. it, like you know it's that even though the song says no one told you life was going to be this way life is never going to be like it is for them living in a fucking huge apartment in the capital yeah. like the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest cities in the world like they had life pretty fucking sound like and it just gives you a realistic view of life didn't it yeah. yeah man well it's just like, like tying into that like ross and rachel as a relationship would never work in real life like it's ever. a pretty toxic relationship anyway. Yeah, yeah they make it um, out to be such a they make it they make it they make it seem like this is what people would want. And like I'm a bet a lot of people in real life, like, oh, we could be like Ross and Rachel. It's like, but why would you want to be? They spend most of the time through that entire run of that show hating each other and doing well, quite bad things to each other. Like, yeah, I, I, think... I, I, I just don't see that ever working. Like, if you ever did, like, a, a special one-off episode, the realistic outcome would be is, like, they would either not be together or be in a very broken marriage, in my opinion. It would but not be he's, he, he's her lobster. Don't. I don't give a fuck. fuck. <laughs> don't fuck there, you know, I think I saw a really good meme where it was, like, as he, uh, you know, being a child or a young person watching the show, like, you think that Ross is a good person and that Joey's a bit of a douche. Growing up's realising that Joey's actually the most realistic one and nicest one out of the group. Um, which I think is fair enough, but yeah, I think I think stuff like that, and it's like how I met your mother as well. Um, a shit show of an ending to a show, but like all of these people who get to spend so much time with their friends, it's like it. I think that's probably the most unrealistic uh thing that was portrayed through film and TV. That actually isn't true when you grow up, you don't get to spend that much time because you've got other priorities like bills to pay work you can't just go and sit at your favorite coffee house like for endless amounts of time and also why would you when you can have coffee for free at home like exactly how much do they spend on coffee i know oh, i know. Stupid. like does no one in new york fucking cook Probably like they're no, always eating know. out one of the chef and she's always eating out like having cook at home <laughs> yeah having been to new york for before, like I don't know how people could afford to eat out all the time. It's yeah. fuck, everything's expensive. It's, it's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you need decent holiday money if you plan to go there because you will be spending a lot. I think. Like, I think you're spending... like twenty percent. It's like fuck that. Yeah. I think you're spawn with like romance as a concept. Greg is probably the big. You are absolutely right. Like as a concept, movies almost paint a dangerous expectation of it. Like mm. I know a lot of people have that kind of Disneyfied version of what they want their life to be, and it's like. Okay, I, that's fine. That's great. Yeah, enjoy it, but don't ex, don't have your expectations to that point. Life is not like that. You need yeah. to realize that at some point. And a lot of people grow up and don't realize that. Clearly, the fucking dickhead downstairs feeding the birds, thinking he's in Mary Poppins, didn't fucking <laughs> realize that, did he? I don't, I just think it, it's it's responsible <clears throat> for why people feel like the there is the need you have to be in a relationship and you have to get married and do this and have that. kids. I think, I think I think some of that is based in real world issues as well. But I I think some people are better off in some cases are happier being single and alone and shouldn't feel the need the pressure to be with someone if they don't want to be. Like that's it. I, like like obviously I'm in a relationship now, but before then I was 
I went through a tough battle with relationships and stuff before. But then before I met Chelsea, I was perfectly happy being single. Like, I'm very happy I'm in a relationship now. But, like, I made peace with that. Like, it's fine being by yourself. You shouldn't have to be pressurized by what you see with other people and how things like film and TV portray it and how even society does. Another thing um, that maybe was, I thought I'd, I thought I'd hate my in-laws, but I don't. No. Mm-hmm. They're actually yeah, really nice. They're actually well. really yeah. nice people. Meet and the parents was also, wrong. Yeah. Also, like I love doing things with my partner. Like, so I know, like, where like in TV shows, they're like, "Oh, I want to escape from. Her. I want to have a night out with the lads." Yeah, obviously, I do that. Want to do that sometimes. But yeah. if I'm quite honest, like, I where most places I go, I bring stuff with me because like, I love spending time with her because I love her. So I, you know, it's it's one of the things I think maybe oh. portrayed by by lads in general, um, when they're not mm-hmm. willing to admit it or something like that. But yeah, I think also. Not everyone's special. Mm-hmm. Most you people be, aren't. You might yeah. be special. You might be special to someone, which obviously I think that's fine. But not everyone is special, and you know has to get what they want. Um, but also, like, I mean, it, classically, if you're just an average person, I think one of the biggest problems, especially with our age group and the age groups that are going to come up, they they feel like everything. Like, you know, there is a sense of entitlement. Um, you know that oh, everything should work out how I want because I'm special. And it's like no, it's not like. You need to face failure. You need to like have. I think it's one thing that Disney used to do really well with, like the kind of fact that you know life isn't nice. Like there was always a consequence in those films. Um, yeah. But I feel like people are forgetting that lesson. That you know, you, the, life has consequences. Life has challenges. Failing isn't like one thing I got told off for. Uh, one one of the things I was saying before. One of the things I got told told off for in one of the schools that I did placement at was that I told a child that they didn't have to go to university to be a success, and also failing. And failing at school, failing at you know at certain things is not a bad thing. It's a lesson you should learn from it. And I got told off for being too negative. And I said, that isn't negative. That's a real life piece of advice. And I'm trying to be positive and saying, listen, just because you're not academically, classically smart does not mean that you are not going to be a success. You can make a success of yourself no matter what you do, but you've got to work hard at it. You've got to find the other things that you're good at and actually learn from any mistakes you make. If you fail a test, find out why that is. So, like, for instance, obviously, I was a geography teacher. The kid was failing the test. I said to them, well, why have you failed that? And they're like, oh, because I didn't know this. So, well, now you know that. Learn from it and make sure you know it next time. Like, and that's the advice I was giving them. Like, well, that's not very good advice. Well, it is, though. So, because how are they ever going to learn if they don't recognize their mistakes and learn from it? Yeah. Sorry, that's just a bit of a rant. I feel really I feel really dumb because you guys have these, like, really interesting philosophical, like, fucking answers. Fucking earthquakes, Earthquakes? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I have, I've got a good one now. Hold on, I've got a good one. This isn't like specifically towards oh, yeah, me. Now, yeah. <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. As like, a, as like a homosexual male, this isn't as uh, driven towards me, but like I hate when movies tell men that it's sexy to like be creepy and stalk, stalk towards women. I'm specifically looking at shit like Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey, Amazing Spider-Man. This idea that, yeah, if you stalk a woman, she'll fall in love with you. That's some Halloween. fucking bullshit. A lot of John Hughes films. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. It's (laughs) such a fucking toxic message to put out there. And that's why we have incels, and that's why we have these dickheads who think they're owed something. Also, also, the the, the dickheads always end up, like, you know, um, and end up worse off in life. And it's like, often that's quite, that's often not the case. Like, often the dickhead gets everything they want. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're ruthless. But it's not like Um, toxic... It's like toxic behavior is just fucking apparently in fifty shades of great sexy. I don't I don't get it. I don't know. No. 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 It's just um 
toxic masculinity has a big issue due to TV and movies as well. But I think that's like a yeah, whole, massive. All whole argument for another thing. <laughs> but also, but also earthquakes. Also, and quicksand. Quicksand is <laughs> nowhere near what it's portrayed. I've in never. I don't even think I've seen quicksand. I don't. I don't think I've looked. I never think I've actually seen quicksand in in reality. And I'm really upset about this fact now. Do you know what film it is in, which is a really shit film, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, boys. Uh, do you want to get some plugs out of the way? Uh, Harry, you can plug plugs. Not plugs yeah, out of the way. Plug. Well, it's all, it's all along, I mean, your screen now. Uh, oh, well. There somewhere. Audio, audio <laughs> listeners, Harry. Audio listeners. Uh, Pick and Mix podcast, Facebook, Pick and Mix pod, Instagram, and Twitter. Check us out or don't. Generally, <laughs> 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 no, do check us out. We've got some really interesting content coming up. Um, we've got Conspiracy Theory podcast. I'm going to release at some point when I get around to it. I'm just going to be really tired because of work. Uh, we've also got the best movie villains, which I think I might release first because there's less. I said it and to do on that one because me and Nathan went down a really bad rabbit hole and said some pretty horrendous things. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna have to edit that one quite heavily. Well, that, you know, I'm halfway through editing it. Um, but we will we will uh, see you soon. Thank you very much for listening to this. Uh, I think I'm gonna be releasing this on the Pigments channel anyway. So if you are listening on the Pigments channel, make sure you subscribe, go and subscribe to the other guys as well. Listen on the YouTube or watching on the YouTube. Thank you for staying this long and like and subscribe as well. Uh, Liam, your plugs. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, bad taste. Bad taste. Amazon, oh, Amazon links. <laughs> bad taste buds. If you haven't uh, listened to us yet, we talk about bad films. We love. Well, I love bad films, and I force my friends to watch bad films with me. Uh, Harry, you're joining us very shortly for our Twilight one, which I'm really excited for. Greg, you just joined us a few weeks back for our Batman and Robin one, which we should be coming out in two weeks, which I'm really excited for. So the uh, Harry's put something in the group chat, and I'm scared to look at it. Should we look at it? It's a, it's a link. It's a butt plug link. It's a butt plug link. That's, that's a, I'm just I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this I week, should have this, my safe search on. <laughs> this Friday we've got the Wicker Man point five episode where we talk about the original Wicker Man and we compare it to the Nicolas Cage one. Um, and the week after that is the episode that Greg's on, which I'm so excited to put out because it's fucking hilarious. We talk about Batman and Robin, and we talk about why I think it's the best Batman film because it is. Uh, and then hopefully, a couple of weeks time, we'll have our Twilight episode with Harry. But yeah, check us out. Uh, links down below if you're watching. If not, Bad Taste Buds Pod is where you can find us on all social medias and on streaming services. Fantastic. And if you want to come over for some wrestling based talk, uh, you can find me wrestling. on the Bearhook Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. Uh, that's the Bearhook Club podcast for Facebook and YouTube, Bearhook Club pod for Instagram, and Bearhook Club on Twitter. Uh, we've just done a bunch of episodes where we've been doing a bit of fantasy booking, and it's been pretty fun. And uh, I think probably by the time this episode comes out, we'll be doing a retrospective of Progress Wrestling, which is a promotion very near and dear to my heart. Although it's been through a lot of rough times recently, we'll be covering everything there. So please go check that out. And um, like we're saying, if you enjoyed this show, now that you've got a feel for the format, please send us any questions in. We're happy to answer anything on this. So it could be as weird as you want, could be as funny as you want. Throw anything out there, guys. But ask some questions that can be blunt with. Yeah, that's what, that's what Harry's, Harry's good at. Mm. <laughs> right, anyway, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Nation Street now. <laughs> you need-